As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, welcome to the program. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. A lot to digest over the weekend. Rams-Buccaneers coming up tonight. Joe Burrow out for the season. Steelers improved to 10-0. Big question marks attached to the Baltimore Ravens, who have a short work week. They get ready for the Steelers Thanksgiving. Taysom Hill with a nice debut. College football, Northwestern beats Wisconsin. Ohio State survives Indiana. And Florida State taps out of the Clemson game. Speaking of that game, Clemson made the trip. They had set up a tent. They were going to do all the testing. They were going to get ready. They needed this game against Florida State. And then Florida State decided to tap out. And here's Dabo Sweeney talking about that decision. He was not pleased. And as Dan said, we offered to test again. Play Saturday night, Sunday, Monday. And it was declined. We spent several hundred thousand dollars, 300 plus thousand dollars to travel. We set up a Ringling Brothers tent in the in the took open an entire parking lot to do what we have to do to to meet the standards. We had people travel from all over the country to come to the game to see the game. We met the standard to play, and we should have played. We have mitigated everything all year long, all year meetings, practices, meals, housing, how we travel. 
if the standard to play was zero positive tests, then we would have never had a season. This game was not canceled because of COVID. COVID was just an excuse to cancel the game. And to be honest with you, I don't think it has anything to do with their players. I have no doubt that their players wanted to play and would have played. And same with the coaches. To me, the Florida State administration forfeited the game. And if they want to play Clemson, in my opinion, they need to come to Clemson or they need to pay for all expenses. Other than that, there's no reason for us to play them. We were there, we were ready, and we met the standards. Dabo calls out Florida State saying they just didn't want to play Clemson. But there are numerous reports that the cancellation shows a major weakness in college football's protocol due to the timing of the test. Dabo doesn't come off as very sensitive here with player safety, but he does have a point with you got on a plane to go down there. You spent the money to go down there. You set up safety protocols. You were going to do testing when you got there. And was it one player that made you nervous? Because if you're waiting for zero percent, it's not happening. Zero test, positive test. I mean, it, that's not going to happen right now. Not at this late stage in college football. But the ACC canceled this game. And Dabo Sweeney wants some answers there. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Drafting quarterback Joe Burrow appeared to be a stroke of luck for the Bengals franchise. And this is a team that hasn't had much luck in recent years. But Burrow is out now. He hurt his knee on Sunday, gone for the rest of the season. He had a strong rookie season. And the Bengals were interesting. You, you can have teams that are good, but they're not relevant. You can have bad teams that aren't relevant. The Bengals aren't a good team, but they were relevant because of Joe Burrow. There was something there. He was the, you know, the face of college football. Then he goes to the Bengals. He's averaging 40 pass attempts per game. And that came back and haunted him uh, because he got hurt, uh, got sacked yesterday, and he's done for the rest of the year. But it felt like the Bengals were asking him to do a lot. It's one thing just to play the position. It's another thing to play it well as a rookie. And it felt like they were asking him to do Herculean tasks here. And the key is he had the talent to throw it 40 times a game, but did they have the talent to protect him from throwing it 40 times a game? Was it a question of if but not when he was going to get hurt? With that exposure there, the number of times you get hit as a quarterback. Not sacks, the number of times you're getting hit. But... Joe Burrow hopes to pick up where he left off. He had a great tweet. Can't get rid of me that easily. I'll see you next year. And he had had a great start to an NFL career. Uh, Justin Herbert yesterday. I know it's against the Jets, but he he looks very calm, cool. And, uh, you know, some of those passes, really beautiful. And I just didn't see that at Oregon. I didn't know if he had the consistency to be this kind of quarterback. Athletic, good arm, but to have, you know, to fit it into tight spaces. Because quarterbacks will tell you, in the NFL, you throw somebody open. It's not like college where somebody's open, you're throwing them open. And Justin Herbert, he is uh, emerging now as your rookie of the year. Tua, it's, it, this, is, this is a learning process, a longer road for Tua. And you saw that yesterday. He got sacked six times. Denver did a great job. They brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And you can say, well, it wasn't performance-based why he got benched. It might have been a safety precautionary move with Brian Flores. 
Maybe it was a combination of both, but bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick to me gives them a better chance to win this year. But you want to find out what you have with your quarterback. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is expendable. Two is not. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking back at the Justin Herbert draft bios, and there's there's two years of them because everyone thought he was going to go out a couple years ago, and he didn't. Remember, he came back to Oregon, and people thought he was going to be the number one, number two th- pick of the draft two years ago. And then, but then he kind of cooled off, or maybe people moved on to other quarterbacks, Burrow, et cetera, et cetera. And then when he came out last year, or, you know, in April, people, a lot of the draft um, reviews say more of a project. There's there's work to be done with accuracy, et cetera. But it was he was a lot hotter the year before. Well, that's usually the case is when these guys go back for one more year, then all of a sudden we get one more year to really dissect them. And then they never live up to that billing, you know, like Dwayne Haskins. If Haskins had stayed at Ohio State, now granted, he might have put up 50 touchdowns again, but we would have a chance to nitpick a little bit more. By the way, Justin Fields draft stock took a little bit of a hit against Indiana. He didn't look good at all. And Indiana played well. Indiana in in Columbus going toe to toe. That was that was one of those. I know you don't get any credit for moral victories here. That felt like that was more of a loss for Ohio State. They won the game, but they took a little bit of a hit nationally. I think. Yeah, McLevin. On Justin Herbert, are we doing it again where we're telling everybody that a rookie quarterback is great? Because I'm thinking if Carson Wentz was the truth, it was a second year, but I was so convinced that there's no way he could miss. And kind of Baker Mayfield is a rookie, and he hasn't missed. But I feel like we just, not you, but like everybody's jumping on Justin Herbert as the real deal now, and we still don't know where where the career's going. Oh, I don't know how good he's going to be, but I can't appreciate with what he's doing. I mean, that that's... I. I'm not, I'm not overhyping him as much as I'm just – I watch the game. Because if you watch highlights, then I think you your mind gets filled with something different where you go, wow, that guy's incredible. Well, watch the game and see what he does. What happens if he throws an interception? What, what does he do the next series? Or if uh, you know he throws a touchdown, how does he react? How do his teammates react to him? Like, I just like to see the context of a quarterback playing the position, not just, hey, here's another touchdown and there's another touchdown. That's not a, a great indicator of how good a quarterback plays. And watching him yesterday, I know it's the Jets, but I, I just, there, there's a calmness to him. It just is. Joe Burrow, the same way. Tua, I'm not comfortable with right now. It's going to take the rest of the season. And even then, I probably won't be as comfortable with him. But Joe Burrow, man, it felt like he could make something happen every single play. And the same with Justin Herbert. Yeah, McLevin. I'm not really saying you. There's others in the media who are really anointing him. Like It feels like he's flavor of the month. Well, I've done this for a long, long, long time. In other words, I'm old. And I've seen this where you go, that guy can't miss. That guy is unbelievable. All sports. And somebody will say, oh, that guy can't miss. Okay. They can miss. They do miss. It happens all the time. There are more misses than makes. You know, far less successful stories than you think. And I just admire what I see. It's, you know, Lamar Jackson loved what I saw, loved him in college, and I thought that the Ravens got a steal. But I was probably the first person to say earlier this year that a scout said, People in the NFL still aren't sold on him. It didn't mean I wasn't rooting for him or I don't like him. It's just, I give you the reality of this. I don't have any fandom. I, I'm not, 
you know, based in any, you know, fan base that, uh, you know, I grew up a, a Bengals fan, so you can't say I'm a front runner, but I just think that we're still looking at Lamar Jackson and we want to see what he does when he doesn't have a great offensive line. We want to see what he does when his team is behind because he's a great front runner, unbelievable front runner last year. But when his team is behind or he's missing some parts there, that's what I want to see. Because that's when you see a quarterback be able to improvise, make up for something. They do something different. They manage the game differently. That's when you get a true sense of a quarterback. And Lamar Jackson right now has not been great, has not been good at times. They're predictable. And they get bullied around. They got pushed around by the Titans yesterday. Now they, you know, they got to figure this out real quickly. They got the Steelers coming up. And this is a hugely important game for them. Dan, I don't want to sell anybody out, but there's a guy in the back row who would almost guarantee the Steelers lose this week. Okay. It just feels like everybody, the way narratives are, this is this where the Ravens bounce back against their arch rival. I know they struggle against the Steelers, but based on nothing except the second game and, you know, we're all hyping up the Steelers. Yes. Yeah. This is where I have those moments where I go, I don't know why I like this team, but I like this team. This is the NFL. There's probably like seven games a year where I go, I don't know why I like this team. Like the Vikings beating the Packers a couple of weeks ago. I just said, I don't know why, but I, but I like that. I like the Vikings to beat the Packers. There's no reason for it other than it's the NFL. And sometimes you just have those weeks where you go, what happened? What just happened here? And I don't know if that's going to be the case. It, what, what are the Steelers favored by in this game? Oh, efforting. Okay. What else do you have? By the way, were you shocked that the Vikings lost the Cowboys? I feel like that wasn't a shock for some reason. Well, the Cowboys did play well. Andy Dalton played well. Zeke Elliott played well. Amari Cooper uh, got reintroduced to the NFL. Um, Kirk D. Cousins played well. I mean, their skill position guys played well. Thielen played well. It was just one of those shootouts where Dallas ended up, you know, having the ball last and winning the game. So was I surprised? A little bit because the Vikings had been playing well. And, you, you know, you have Dalvin Cook running the ball, Thielen and uh, Jefferson, and uh, Kirk T. Cousins throws for 300 yards. If I said all of those things happen, I would have said, oh, of course they're going to win. Yeah, Paul. Here are your Thanksgiving games, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, Texans-Lions. Yeah. Houston giving two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Nap time. All right, Washington versus the Cowboys, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Cowboys giving two and a half. And then your uh, primetime game, 8.20 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern, Ravens versus the Steelers. Ravens. Steelers giving three and a half, which means it's basically a pick Okay. Rams-Buccaneers coming up tonight. A uh, couple of interesting things yesterday from uh, uh, some of the action. Sean Payton, 6-0 and with backups the last two seasons, which is pretty amazing. What he did with Teddy Bridgewater and then Taysom Hill. We'll check in with the Saints uh, coming up. Here's another one. The Jets have been officially eliminated from playoff contention with the loss and the Colts win since 1990 in terms of weeks. Week 11 is the earliest the Jets (laughs) have been eliminated from playoff contention. Previous earliest elimination came in week 12 of 1996 and 2014. Congratulations, Jets. And they took a lead 6-0. And, you know, against the Chargers. And I thought, okay, is this the, is this the kind of game the Jets win? And then I go, no, they're the Jets. 
They can't. They can't possibly do this. Can't possibly screw this up. Uh, something else that stood out to me: the Packers have blown leads of seven, ten, and fourteen points in each of their last three losses. That's not a coincidence. Feels like it's a little bit more habit forming here. But yesterday against the Colts, you know they were up two touchdowns, and I give the Colts credit. Came back, although they did let the Packers come down, tie it, and go into overtime. And uh, a lot of penalties. I mean, the, the holding calls, it, it's just, it's so, it just ruins the flow of a game. And it felt like the officials were pretty good the entire season, where they weren't nitpicking. But I'm watching that game, and I'm going, I expected a holding call. And it's rare. You don't go into a game, and you're watching a game, you go, yeah, wait for another holding call. That game... I just thought when there wasn't a holding call, I went, I'll be damned. There's no holding call. Or just felt like, hey, they're not going to do it. All right. uh, Let me see. A couple of phone calls here. Uh, Phil in Indiana. Hi, Phil. What do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, it's always a pleasure, buddy. First off, uh, I think the Jets have already been eliminated from next year's playoffs as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, hey, real quick, Dan, uh, my worst of the weekend was Doug Peterson's comments um, after the game. He said, replacing Carson Wentz sends a message to your team that you're quitting already. At what point, Dan, I want to get your thoughts. I mean, when do you replace him? At 3-10-1, Because I'm looking at that schedule, Dan. I don't see many more wins on there. And, and by the way, Dan, thanks for everything. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well. Thank you, Phil. Always appreciate your uh, phone calls here. Here is Doug Peterson, the Eagles head coach, on benching Carson Wentz. If you get to that spot, whether you, you, you don't start him or you, or you bench, I, I think you're, you're sending the wrong message to your football team that the season's over, and and um, that's a that's a bad message. And, and you know we have to we have to work through this. Times you know when when, when times get tough, it's you know, sometimes that might be the easy thing to do. You know, sometimes you do it for Carson Wentz. That maybe you let him step back and watch the game. Uh, you know, not go out there and just continue to make the same mistakes. And let's see what you have in Jalen Hurts. I mean, the Saints did that with Taysom Hill. I know it was with an injury. Carson Wentz has got a bruised ego. Maybe sit him on the sidelines. Let him, let him watch a half a game. See what Jalen Hurts does. Maybe you get a spark from Jalen Hurts. They're still in playoff contention, which sounds so... They, they're in the playoffs right now. They, they will host a playoff game if they win their division. They could be hosting, like, the Rams, or they could be hosting the Buccaneers. You know, these teams that don't win their division, imagine that. You're, you're the Buccaneers, you don't win your division, or the Rams, and then you have to go play the Eagles. Yes, Paul. I'm looking at the odds right now. The odds are that the team that wins the NFC East will have six victories as of right now, based on how, how the math works out, who plays whom, whom, six and ten, and you're hosting a playoff game. Or six, nine, and one. Yes. Yeah, McLovin. I'm very confused as to which bandwagon I should be on because I got the Red Rifle in Dallas, mm. but I grew up an Eagles fan. Mm. But this Eagles team, is, is it's hard to root for them right now. The original series Saved by the Bell is coming to Peacock November 25th. Uh, Bayside is back. New students, new stories, some very familiar faces start streaming Wednesday. I started uh, streaming uh, season three of Yellowstone, Kevin Costner. It's a slow burn, season three. 
But uh, sources close to me tell me the second half of season three comes alive. First two seasons, awesome. You can uh, stream that on Peacock. Do we have the poll question? Then we're going to take a break. We'll yeah. check in with the Saints. I put up uh, which team should be most panicked after their loss on Sunday. Runaway winner, Baltimore Ravens, yeah. but not far behind them, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the Packers was a little more alarming from the standpoint of it looked like they had that game in total control. But as I text you guys, I think the Colts were two and a half point favorites. And all of a sudden it went into overtime and then they were driving. And I said, uh, keep in mind, the point spread is two and a half. And the kick is good. Take a break. More phone calls coming up 20 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Built Bar, I hope you try it because you'll get a protein bar. How many times have you had a protein bar and you go, this tastes like sawdust? 130 calories guilt-free, 20 grams of protein, four net carbs guilt-free. It doesn't taste like a protein bar, but it is a protein bar and you'll crave it like it's a candy bar. Maybe you've added uh, COVID-15 during COVID-19. Built Bar comes to the rescue. Eating a healthy snack has never been tastier, and you're going to love all 18 flavors. Trust me, you're going to want to try the coconut almond, the mint brownie. Uh, Seton, what did you have this morning? Mint brownie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I had carrot cake. Oh, you did? Carrot cake. Well, you got to taste it. You got to try it. Best part, go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code DP. Get 20% off your order. Promo code DP at BuiltBar.com. And you'll have these great flavors. And it is a protein bar. I think that's, you kind of go in and you're, you know, you're guilty. And then all of a sudden you're guilt-free because you'd go, nope, it's a protein bar. It's BuiltBar.com. Promo code DP. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a Stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Ravens wide receivers have the fewest receiving yards in the NFL this season, 118 yards per game. Yesterday, their wide receivers had 70 receiving yards total. And that's a big difference, though. This is a great front-running team. And I know that that sounds strange to say most teams would be good front-running teams. Baltimore was unbelievable last year. Once they got up, they never let you, you know, they never let you get off the mat. They were wonderful. And uh, this year, they haven't been able to do that. If they don't get out in front of you and they have to play catch-up, they don't have the offense, the system right now, to be able to do that. He's Mike Triplett, ESPN, NFL Nation reporter covering the Saints. I saw where Taysom Hill gave himself a BB plus after the game. What grade would you give him, Mike? Well, it depends. Are we, are we grading on the curve of the expectations that were set Ooh. for him? Uh, then it would be, uh, then it'd probably be an A plus, but that's fair. Um, he missed a couple of throws, uh, actually completed a 44 yarder on one of the throws he missed, but then he had a couple that would have made it even more special. He completed a 57 yard touchdown pass that was called back by holding. But look, I think this was proof. Um, not that he is the next Steve Young, not that he's even going to be the Saints' next starter after Drew Brees retires, but that he's not just a gimmick and that he can be a pocket passer with running ability. Sean Payton wasn't making all this stuff up or just trying to show off when he kept saying he believed he could win with Taysom Hill at quarterback. Was Sean Payton gloating post game? 
Not as much as we all would have liked, I think, but he could resist <laughs> at least one retweet of Roddy White, the uh, former Falcons receiver, who I, I think when Sean Payton retweeted that cold take, he was sort of uh, choosing the one that would represent all of the cold takes that he, he would be up all night if he was looking for all of them. I didn't think they were going to go with Taysom Hill. I just thought that Jameis Winston made the most sense. And I, yes. I'm not rooting against Taysom Hill or the experiment there. It just felt like maybe Jameis Winston under the tutelage of Sean Payton and Drew Brees was going to be able to manage a game a little bit more intelligently and not take chances there. What does Taysom Hill like is Taysom Hill is this week to week or is Taysom Hill there as long as Drew is out? Well, it's hard to envision them doing anything week to week. Now, they're not uh, afraid of some subterfuge. They obviously kept this a secret as long as they could last week. So it wouldn't be the most surprising thing I've ever seen if there is a, a you know, out of nowhere Jameis Winston game plan one day. But I think the more likely uh, idea is that they stick with Taysom Hill because, look, this wasn't a – Huge surprise in the grand scheme of things. I mean, they did just pay Taysom Hill two years, $21 million in the offseason a couple months before they ever even signed Jameis Winston in the first place. And they've been talking for years about Taysom Hill being next in line. It actually, you can make an argument, would have been unfair to have Winston leapfrog him. This is his fourth year in the system, and he's been waiting his turn, and Peyton said he deserves this. The only reason I thought they might stick with Winston is because I thought it might be a harder mid-season transition to Taysom Hill. I thought maybe it would have taken more than one week to game plan for, for Taysom Hill, change the offense around him. But I think two things happened. One, we saw that Sean Payton has had these Taysom Hill ideas in his mind for a long time. There are a lot of Taysom Hill plays in the playbook. And two, he was more of a pocket passer than anyone expected. There were a small amount of design runs uh, and he stood back in the pocket quite a bit. Now, one of those touchdown runs was on a design pass play that broke down, which is an element he brings. But they're not just relying on his legs when he runs this off. But what I didn't understand, Mike, is that Sean Payton basically said, look, we have to find out what we have in Taysom Hill. At this point, you still don't know what you have in Taysom Hill? Well, not necessarily. And, and you know, he didn't come out and say that openly. I think that was a source attributed to him. But... Um, I think it's a combination of two things. It's it's their belief that he could potentially replace Drew Brees as a starter is genuine. Um, so if you are someone who really believes that, why wouldn't he be the guy that you put into this situation? You can't just keep putting him on hold and keep him as a maybe. They need a starter this week. If they believe in Taysom Hill, why shouldn't he be the starter? What's uh, the update on Drew Brees? The latest, he came out and he told Ed Werder that he is optimistic he can come back after the three weeks he's required to, to miss with injured reserve. So many unknowns with this injury. You can't just look up, oh, yeah, you know, punctured lungs always take four weeks. You can't do that. I'm sure there'll be a lot of medical updates, but we do know that he's going to be determined to come back. And that optimism uh, that he expressed after talking to a lot of doctors makes it seem realistic he could do that uh, before the regular season is over. Why does this injury get worse, it feels like, every other day? Like they've added, <laughs> has, has another broken rib taken place here? <laughs> he's got 11, Mike. Well, you know, he wants to every, do everything to the fullest. But and do you think Tom Brady was going to come out and, and say he broke 10 ribs? So he had to sure, but <laughs> but do that you, number where Brady couldn't catch him. But do you think that all of the all of this happened on that one sack? It felt like he was no, injured prior and, to this, right? He's been open about uh, the latest reporting or what he told Edward was that eight of them were on the left side 
which was a previous injury, and three of them were on the right side, which was the new injury. Now, he had been playing through that and playing pretty well. He'd been on the injury report, the shoulder injury. So he had obviously been feeling some discomfort, uh, but until all the swelling went down, they didn't actually go in and and count each rib fracture. It's great to talk to you, Mike. Uh, Certainly got a big story there with uh, Taysom Hill and then the return of the Saints. I, I thought the defensive line won that game. I thought the pressure they put on Matt Ryan uh, was really the difference maker, uh, in my opinion. Well, that's three weeks in a row for the defense. I mean, you saw them on Sunday Night Football, 38-3 over Tampa. They were playing great. And that was the case last year. when Teddy. Everybody remembers Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 and as the Saints starter. Defense was playing a big role in that as well. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. That's Mike Triplett, ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Saints. The Saints now 8-2, and two, and then you have... The big game with the Buccaneers coming up against the Rams. By the way, I mentioned Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. They're great front runners. In Lamar Jackson's career starts, including the postseason, the Ravens are 19 and 1 when they lead after the first quarter, 6 and 8 when they're tied or trailing after the first quarter. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. By the way, McLovin, let me go back to the Eagles. Didn't the Eagles sort of set this up by drafting Jalen Hurts? Yeah. So if you have this much confidence in Carson Wentz, then why are you spending a second-round draft pick on a quarterback? Because now we go, well, you spent a second-round pick on Jalen Hurts. Let's put him in here if Carson Wentz is struggling. If you don't have Jalen Hurts in there, you didn't draft him, and you have just a regular backup here, you know, Case Keenum, are people clamoring for Case Keenum to go in there? They want what they don't know about. You know, the possibility of Jalen Hurts. He can run. He can throw. Okay. Good luck with that. But they they set this up where we would be questioning, hey, is Jalen Hurts the guy who should be going in for Carson Wentz? I have no idea why they did it. Is it a little bit like the Patriots with Jimmy Garoppolo? Just having a high-end backup that maybe could be draft capital? Is that? I have no idea. I don't I just I, don't, yeah. I, I will say when I watch the game that Carson Wentz is playing the worst football of his career. Right? And Doug Peterson admitted that, that he's playing poorly. But you can't say if I bring in Jalen Hurts for Carson Wentz, it would be telling the team that they were giving up on the season. If you leave him in there, you could be giving up on the season as well with the way he's playing. So I'm not quite sure I understand it. Um it's not like Hertz is going to come in and there's going to be another skill position guy or another offensive lineman who's going to uh, come in and help him there. But would the offense be worse if Jalen Hurts goes in there? Because it feels like that's what Doug Peterson is saying, that the offense might be worse. But um, I don't know. Is it play calling? Feels like there's a lot of things involved here with Doug Peterson. Uh I hope he enjoys that uh, statue outside uh, the stadium there. Yes, McLevin. There's a lot of people in Philly who say Frank Reich's doing amazing in Indianapolis. He was the offensive coordinator on the Super Bowl team. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, it could be. I just think it's easy to, to lay this at the feet of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is not playing well at all. But you can't, you can't say it feels like you're giving up on the season if you leave Carson Wentz in there. If I at least try something new, then it feels like I'm actually trying to do something that will change what these outcomes are. I mean, if they're out of the playoffs, would they be going with Jalen Hurts? And I believe they would be. 
But because you're in the worst division in the history of football, you're going to leave Carson Wentz in there. Yeah, Paul. The other thing I noticed yesterday, you mentioned Phil Rivers. Uh, I think the Colts got the ball back on a turnover late in the game, and Rivers was in the blue tent getting checked out because I think his heel or his ankle got hit. Rivers ran out of the blue tent. He like knocks half the blue tent over. He, he's, he can barely <laughs> run when he's perfectly healthy in optimal conditions Phil Rivers isn't running, and now he's hurt. He can't find his helmet. He's scrambling, yelling at people, give me the helmet. He's running on the field. It looked like his pants were unzipped. It was, it was great. A uh, couple of phone calls in here. Uh, we'll check in with Chris Mannix, top of the hour. There's a lot of basketball decisions made over the weekend. Some that I really liked and some I got some big questions about. Now we know why Gordon Hayward said, I'm going to turn down $34 million from the Celtics because I have somebody who pay me 30 for four years individually. You think, do you think he was getting, thought he was getting pranked when, when Jordan, agent called? Mike Jordan goes, uh, hey, uh, I'll give you $30 million for uh, four consecutive years. He probably thought, wait, Jordan's going to give me four years at $30 million total? All right, I'll consider that. No, no, $30 million each year. What? Per. What? What? Yes, I'll take that, Mike. Uh, Paul in Iowa. Hi, Paul. Thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, uh, two best of the weekend, both from Iowa. First off, Iowa State blanks Kansas State 45-0. Brees Hall stats hold up against any Heisman candidate per game this year, if you look at it. Other best of the weekend, an hour south of where that game was played is where Kyle Korver's from in Pella, Iowa, and he's going to Vatican City to talk to the Pope with the other NBA players for social justice. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. That's a road trip going to the Vatican there. I did not know that. Yeah, the Gordon Hayward deal, I went, whoa. Jason Tatum got paid. Donovan Mitchell got paid. Anthony Davis is going to get paid. But I like what the Lakers did. Now, even getting Marcus Saul, uh, you know, Schroeder coming in, Harold, you get him from the Clippers. They got younger, they got better. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, McLovin. Quick case for Gordon Hayward. This is not based on eyeballs, but I did look up his stats. He shot 50% from the field. That's really, really good for a wing player. But he was like the fourth option there, right? <laughs> In Boston. Well, you're going to bank on him being healthy. And, and you know, maybe he's snake bitten a little bit. But four years, $128 million. He signed that with the Celtics in 2017. At the time, he's 27 years of age. He was an all-star and had a great medical history. Since then, he's missed 111 regular season games, 31 playoff games. And he's also three years older. They gave him a four-year, $120 million contract. Wow. Okay. Yeah, McClellan. Mannix had a tweet about how if you can shoot, you're getting a lot of money because he pointed out Joe Harris and Davis Bertans and Bogdan, but all getting like 18 to 20 million. So, Dan, yeah. you miss your window. I know, by, by a long shot. You know who's going to get paid? Duncan Robinson of the Miami Heat. Now, I, I don't know if he's eligible next year. Duncan Robinson, who was a Division three player, Williams College, could end up making $25 million a year. I mean, Joe Harris got paid. Duncan Robinson is one of the top five three-point shooters in the game. Kids, learn how to shoot a three. You don't have to dunk. Just learn how to shoot. 
That's all you need to do. Just be able to get the shot off, shoot the three. Don't need to worry about dunking. Trust me. Dunking doesn't mean you can play. Yes, McClellan. Can you ask Mannix who some of these people who got $60 million contracts are? I'm looking at the Jeremy Grants, the Malik Beasleys, the Christian Woods. Well, Christian Woods was in Detroit. Yeah. And he's actually a good player. Signed with Houston, yeah. Yeah, signed with Houston there. Uh, Let me get another phone call in here. Kyle in California. Kyle, always great to hear from you. What do you have for me today? Hey, DP. Um, This weekend, oh my goodness, hosed me off. No worse. The Cowboys, (laughs) unbelievable. I can't believe it. The Lakers went from... Let me say this. Dwight Howard, mm. JaVel McGee, Danny Green, and Rajon Rondo, and turn that into Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, Mark Gasol, and Wesley Matthews. And everybody, oh, Montrez, he got run off. Hey, he's going to be the backup center, baby, because we got Anthony Davis. So I hate to say it, Skip Bayless, those all caps tweets, he's in trouble. Lakers this year. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Thank you, Kyle. Uh, they got better. They did. They got better. Like, it's sneaky that they got better. You know, the rest of the league is, you know, they're trying to. I said this as soon as that confetti came down in Orlando. I said, LeBron's thinking, who do I add on this roster? I I swear in my heart, in my gut, I feel like at that moment, he's got the confetti coming down. He goes, all right, who am I going to say goodbye to on this roster? (laughs) Somebody get my phone. I got to start calling people here. But you get a chance to play with him, Anthony Davis, chance to win a championship. I was surprised that uh, Montrez Harrell came, you know, from one side of the building to the other side of the building. It's a nice pickup for them. And then you get Schroeder in there, got younger. I hate losing Rondo just because of the postseason. Uh, You know, losing Avery Bradley, but... I think the Lakers did pretty well. Yeah, Paul. It's not like you have to worry about facing Rondo in the playoffs next year, though. With the Hawks? No. <laughs> no offense. Uh, let's take a break. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. 
Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Oh, McLovin just compared Rush to Ario Speedwagon Yes, the song Fly By Night which it, Paul was of course talking about Rush um, and he played the song Fly By Night it's got a little Ario Speedwagon, it's a bit poppy for Rush <laughs> Is that bad to be Ario Speedwagon? That's the debate over here So this is Fly By Night from Rush. I know what he's saying. Kevin Cronin from REO Speedwagon yeah. and early uh, Getty Lee have high-pitched voices. I could I could hear Kevin Cronin singing this. <laughs> well, I don't know if don't I don't you dare compare. I don't know if I'd pick this. I'm sorry, I couldn't choose between I can't can't fight this feeling or keep on loving you or take it on the run. What about heard it from a friend who? Okay. Another you've been messing around. Fantastic. Falsetto prog rock. The scary part, if Todd likes it, it's not any good. It's incredible. All right. Uh, Neil Parrott, the uh, drummer from Rush, the uh, 
recently deceased Neil Peart. Uh, you could buy his drum kit from the uh, early 70s for around $100,000 an auction. Sounds like a good investment, Paulie. I, I, like I said, I mean, I, my kids, college is overrated. My kids do not need to go to college. Community college, here I come. C's get degrees. Yes, they do. Let's go around the room with uh, best and worst of the weekend. Todd, start with you. Best of the weekend, backup quarterback Kate McNamara and Michigan coming back to win 48-42 in triple overtime at Rutgers. Wolverines' third largest comeback win in school history. McNamara, 260 yards, four TDs, no picks. Also ran in for a touchdown. Worst, Kentucky, North Alabama, and Kansas State. I'm looping them all together because they lost by a combined score of 174-17 to to Alabama, BYU, and Iowa State. Yeah, I don't know if that was a good thing for Michigan to barely beat Rutgers, but... Is that where we are? It's, it's better than losing, but it felt like, um, hey, we beat Rutgers. Yay, in overtime. McLovin, best and worst. Best is actually going to be a losing quarterback. Derek Carr is, like, amazing. Yeah, he's played well, extremely well. I'm surprised. Uh, it seems like him and Gruden. Uh, worst is obviously going to be the Browns-Eagles, but one aspect. Do the Browns, have they played nine straight games in a monsoon, or is it every time I turn on a Browns game, like, nobody can catch because the wind and the rain are coming down? Yep, weather's been an issue there for them. They've done well with it, but... You know, when they win, nobody talks about the Browns. You notice that? When, when there's certain teams, when the Cowboys win, then there's no, nothing to really talk about. Unless you go, are they the team to beat in the NFC East? <laughs> okay. Uh, but when the Browns win, we just move on. Talking heads just move on. Nothing to talk But if they lose, bad Baker Mayfield... You got to lose the job. Uh, Seton O'Connor, best and worst. My best of the weekend, uh, it's kind of being overshadowed because of the Joe Burrow injury, but how about Alex Smith getting his first win as a starter? Yeah. Yeah. 742 days? That's a major moment for that dude. Yep. Uh, uh, Paulie, best and worst? Uh, worst of the weekend, the refs at the end of the Purdue-Minnesota game on Friday night. A really good game. Minnesota won 34-31. Purdue got called for offensive pass interference on a late touchdown that would have basically won them the game. It's a mystery what they called there, and people were pretty upset, especially Purdue fans. Uh, best of the weekend, kind of, is Northwestern Wildcats beating Wisconsin 17-7. Northwestern's 5-0. and They've got Michigan State, Minnesota, and Illinois to run the table. And, of course, the Big Ten title game. The only negative is the the un- insufferable Northwestern uh, media members, sports media members that went to Northwestern over the next few weeks if Northwestern goes undefeated. Uh, as much as I want Northwestern to, their, their alumni can be insufferable. So it's Michael Wilbon and Mike Greenberg. Darren Ravel. And Darren Ravel. Oh. Stuart Mandel. Oh. All nice goes people. on. But when Northwestern plays well, that's tough. Yeah. Does Penn State play Michigan this weekend? I think. How good is that? I think I think that might be the schedule. Does that sound right, McLevin? 11, 28, 12 p.m. Penn State is now scheduled for Michigan. I like it. Uh, Carter in Washington. Hey, Carter, what's on your mind? Hey, hey, Carter. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan, you there? Yeah, Carter. Hey, Dan, second time, long time, 5'5", five, five, 129. Uh, unfortunately, four pounds heavier than last time. <laughs> But best and worst of the weekend, my best is I ordered the Dan Patrick Show calendar. Did you get it yet? My worst. So here's the deal. Here's my worst is I recently moved and I changed my address. So I was expecting it Friday, came back from a nice day on the golf course, was going to have my Dan Patrick Show calendar. And because I forwarded my address, it's now delayed. So that was my mistake. Mm, it'll, Um, It'll be so worth it, though, Carter. 
Oh, I'm so ready. Hey, Dan, I also want to thank you for putting the Washington State Patrol patch up. Love it. And I'll leave you with this. Suck it back row. Okay, that's Carter. The uh, calendar, we're not giving any hints on the pictures in the calendar this year. You just have to come to uh, trust us that it's going to be a lot of nudity. And um, it's it's definitely... You know what I would do? I would preview it before I'd show the kids. Let's just put it that way. There, there's, there's one in there in particular that I wasn't quite sure, but I just said, yep, I'm going to sign off on this one. It was a little bit more skin than I think this person planned to show. But, hey, it's all about the views. It's all about content. It's eye candy. Yeah, Paul. If you work in an office, maybe don't put it up where the HR people mm, can see it walking. Mm, yeah. Yeah, see. Well, so you had said it's a little more skin than that person had planned to show. So I haven't seen any of the pictures still. Yeah. But wouldn't that person have control over exactly how much skin they showed? No. I mean, like you can't like the picture can't accidentally end up in the calendar, can it? Yes. Oh. Because a lot of pictures were taken for this month. Oh, dear. And I have final approval. Oh, so you did this. Yes, I did. Mm. Yes. So if you want some man candy, you got it. That's the selling point with the Dan Patrick show calendar. Coming up, Chris Mannix on the weekend the Lakers had. What's Michael Jordan doing? Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.